0: I'm over here now. I was over there, now I'm over here.
1: Sure, I'll bring all my shoes and my my glasses with me. So I have them. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm with the OGs on the block to see the terror. Eating pasta primavera, feeding cock to together. People never know the wild shit we might say. Grew up on Eddie Murphy, Jerky Boys, and Dice. I've been waking up nights, nice, screaming Brooklyn Blast podcast. Mama took my porn mags, jerkins and the soft rags. Easy when we talking about Mr. Ferrari. Cause we go way back when we used to play Atari. Spark tweet, taking shots like the Fratelli's RV. Doing donuts in the parking lot at Arby's. Car keys, now you can't leave. Lock the door please, Jimmy's on the mission. Time to start the intervention, let's go.
1: Episode four. This <laughs> is awesome, dude. I don't know why you haven't been on yet, but this is episode two hundred and thirty-four of I the love Brooklyn...
2: it two three four. I love it
1: two three four of the Brooklyn Blast furnace with my longtime pal over here, Pizon, <laughs> Joey Z. The fucking okay. oh, no. <laughs> Oh, oh let's, go. let's go to LMB's and have a square slice. Come All on. Next right, time so you're in Brooklyn, fucking half a fucking sheet on me. Let's go.
2: Nobody would even know what we're talking about out there. L&B's, they don't need L&B's. to know. It's <laughs> little
1: thing. It's common exactly. a lot of people don't really know because it keeps it more special. like.
2: Yeah, you're right. And then they're like, what are they talking about? LMB's, what is that? I got to yeah. look that up on Google.
1: Yeah, Google it. Spamoni oh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> the shit, yeah. The, 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 the amazing Life of Agony, Joey Z Productions. Thank you. I will throw out Stereo Mud out there because it is a project that you were involved in. Yeah. With.
2: Yeah. Well, First, I I was just, it's funny you mentioned Stereo Mud. I was just literally thinking about Stereo Mud this morning. I was doing a little setup in my studio. And I threw on a couple of Stereo Mud tracks down here this morning. So it's funny you mentioned Stereo Mud today. I've yeah, been thinking about man. those guys. I actually called Eric Rogers uh, during COVID just to check in on him. You know, we don't get to talk that much of Stereo Mud guys. Actually, I had Dan Richardson here at my house, the old Life of Agony drummer. Yeah. Um, he actually ate breakfast. So we brought his son up from Florida. He lives in Florida now. And uh, he, had, he had his son, and his new wife, Tawny, up here. And uh, we had them over for breakfast. We had a great time. They just came over. Nice. We ate bagels and eggs and shit. It was great. Cool. Nice.
1: Bagels and eggs. Bagels and out there eggs. Who live like in the square states in the middle know nothing about bagels.
2: Bagels, <laughs> eggs, some bacon. Come on. Yeah, like
1: bacon, egg, and cheese. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> shit.
2: Show's gonna make me hungry. All we've talked about is food so far. Food. Well, that's what
1: we do. We're like fucking Ginzo's from Brooklyn. It's like, what else is there almost? exactly it yeah
2: i love your shirt by the way
1: thank you sir yes you did a nice little uh man every time fucking rest in peace pete Steele, man i mean talk about a brooklyn fucking staple like legitimate brooklyn legend dude you know it's
2: it it actually sometimes uh makes me feel weird inside that he's actually like gone like he's actually not here especially playing with him live and you know and getting to experience him like like literally lived with him on the road for a short period of time when yeah. I uh, toured with Carnivore, the the, the reincarnated Carnivore. Sure, um, it was uh, getting to know him even deeper. Like uh, getting to know really the the inner workings of Pete was uh, really special. He was some guy, man. Very, yeah. he was a genius, just witty, yeah. amazing musician, as everyone knows. And taught me a lot. Taught me a lot in that little bit of time. I jammed with him. I learned a lot sure. from him. Yeah, and um, I'm I was sure at, I know. was at
1: one of those carnivore shows at Starland. Oh,
2: yeah? oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that was a good show. We yeah. had we had some wild shows in Europe too. Oh, but sure. uh, yeah, oh. there was some good ones. That they we even played that Staten Island Lemours. You know the the reincarnated Lemours at yeah. Staten Island that was oh there for God. a hot minute. Yeah,
1: funny um, man. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I'm 46, so obviously I grew up in Brooklyn and, and Lemoore's was my playground, dude. My first show ever was at Lamours. I was at Lemoore's all the time. And, you know, I posted on on the, the podcast group on Facebook because it's so funny how certain things work that, t- well, this is going to drop in like a couple of weeks because I have a yeah. couple of things going on, but the date we we're recording right now, it's October 11th. And 28 years ago today, Is when River Runs Red dropped. Oh, wow. But today, yeah, exactly. Today, today. the day that we're recording right now
2: is the 28th anniversary of that fucking record. Wow, that's insane. I didn't even realize. I guess I did, but I didn't. You know what I mean? It's like the days go, it's been a, it's been a, wow, it's been a a roller coaster, man, with this whole being at home, like the, the, you know, the grind of not being able to perform and, I feel yeah. like one day washes into the next. Absolutely. I mean, I'm doing a lot of cool stuff in the studio and stuff, and I've gotten a lot accomplished in the time that I've been home, and I kind of had to think out of the box a little bit, you know, being forced to try different things and do different things, which is very special. We can get into that. But, sure, um, yeah, you know, um, this whole trip of not – I almost feel like I have performance blue balls – it's like... You probably do, bro. What are you kidding right, right, me? Right, it, that's the best way I could describe it. That's a great our, analogy. Our tours our tours kept getting moved on us. Like, the first they told us, okay, we're pushing the tour up six months. The next thing you know, oh, shit, we got to push it up another five months. Next thing you know, it's another eight months or a year away. And uh, I'm like, are we ever going to play again? Are we ever going <laughs> to fucking play
1: again? It's fucking brutal, man. Fuck, it. So, yeah. But it's like I was like, "Wow, twenty-eight years," and then that got me to thinking. I'm like, "All right, well, twenty-eight years is when the record dropped." Yeah. But then, like, I remember buying. I never had the physical "Death on the BMT" demo. I never had. Oh wow! It. I never had. I've heard it, but I never had a physical copy. But then, the depression demo, I bought that. And so, from when? When, when was that? Ninety. Yeah, so from 90 to now, we're talking 31 years. I've been listening to Life of Agony.
2: Holy shit, man. It's awesome. kind of
1: crazy when you think about it in that way. You know what I mean? It doesn't seem like that long. And it's like I was saying, ass. no. And like I was saying, like when I posted that, I was thinking, I was like, you guys, especially around that time frame, the early 90s into the mid-90s, were I'm going to say, gun to my head, I would say that you guys were the band that I saw the most live.
2: Yeah, we were going for it. I mean, yeah. it, it, it was like a fire got lit and we, we were like a locomotive train, man. Yeah, you know, around we,
1: everywhere. The city from from the show at the crazy country club way, yeah. be, way before the record deal and all of yeah. that Lemo's, I don't know how many times. I would say second would probably be either Biohazard or Leeway.
2: Yeah, we were, band, we were the band that played Lemo's on the nights that no one wanted to play, like Thanksgiving night. Uh yeah. George, uh George and Mike uh, Parente, they would call us up and say, Hey, you guys want to play Thanksgiving night? No, we can't get anyone for that night. So we'd be like, Yeah, we'll play. Yeah, we'll play. We but, you know, it was like Thanksgiving night. So like 350 kids would show up at Lamore's 400 kids. It wouldn't be like sold out because it was like Thanksgiving night and of like course. the last minute. And but we were that band, we'd be like, okay, we'll play. Yeah, know?
1: of course. And you know what? It's that's funny. It's like my mind is weird. It's like, all right, so those 350 people might not have families to go and and sit down and have dinner with and shit yeah. like that. So so they're there and, and you guys are playing and they're getting their shit off to you know, this angry yeah. Depressive, yeah. insane music. So it's kind of perfect, you know?
2: It is perfect. It is was is a perfect, perfect form every single time, to be honest. We yeah. That place, Jimmy. We, you know, Alan and I painted Lamores. Remember when it had all that, like, colorful, like it had an octopus and yes. different rooms? Remember the jungle room in the back? I do. Remember Alan and I painted all of those murals. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, we were hired to paint all those murals, and uh, we did it. I think we did it over like five nights. We did the whole entire club, him and I. That's um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. we heard, we were like all freaked out. We heard voices in the place. I think that place had some weird shit going on. It there. probably did,
1: dude. Besides the good.
2: rats, besides the rats and the roaches, there was other things in that. Oh, without a
1: doubt. I wouldn't be surprised, know. Now it's said they make like, uh, uniforms or stuff like that out of there or something
2: oh, like really? that. Oh, really? It's just like a little warehouse.
1: Yeah, it's like a warehouse. It turned into some kind of a, like a Mexican club or some kind of Spanish club or something like that. And now they make like post office uniforms, like UPS uniform, I think, something like that.
2: But it's, it's oh, really man. not of us. No, man. And there's no place like it anymore. You know, we lost like the Lemores. We lost the CBs. We, you know, I was just talking to a friend the other day, and um, you know, I was saying, you know, we we want to. Uh, you know, we need a place like that again. We need a place where we could rebuild the scene a little bit. I love, you know, Duff's does it right. You, you right. know, Duff's in Brooklyn. Sure, Duff does it right over there. I, I give Duff a lot of credit. He keeps it real over there, and he has a nice crowd always. Good people yep. coming through there. So uh yeah, you need more places like that, but places where bands can set up and play as well. Of course, um, I think they do at Duff's occasionally though. I, I think I so. I think, right?
1: But it, yeah, I think so. There's um, there was Lucky
2: Thirteen.
1: I mean, it's a okay. tight. It's a tiny place. And I will, I will mention this. Actually, I just remembered this, that I, I was booking shows there for a while. And oh, I, yeah, I was. And then I booked a veterans benefit there, or I booked several veteran, veterans benefits and a nine 11 health watch benefit show there. And you oh, wow. donated a guitar.
2: Oh, cool. All right. Great. All you right, don't even remember. Yeah, I do actually. I, I, it's vaguely. I, I remember donating the guitar. Right. Uh, to that, that was for guitar. a show that I did, and it was. I didn't off. know that was. I didn't know that was for your show. As a matter of fact, I know who I donated it through. Right. A, a good friend of mine, Dave. Right. So, um, yeah, I do vaguely. It was a while ago, though. That that was. Yeah, a yeah, yeah. That was a right? few years ago. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny um, because
1: one of the, I don't know, it was a couple of times ago that I saw you guys and girl. Um, it was. <laughs> It was shout out to Mina, who's, who's better than yeah, me. hell yeah, my cousin's the best. I listen. I remember Mina walking through the hallways at South Shore High School. Okay, like, it's I just, went there too. Yeah, I went there. It's crazy. That's it's insane, cool, right? Yeah, it's, it's insane. insane. Right? It's so funny. <laughs> but um, I was I was on the stage with you. It was I believe it was maybe it was Mina's birthday party or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was Walls of anyway. Jericho. It was Walls of Jericho and you. Yeah. And I was bullshitting you, and I haven't seen you in person in the longest time. I remember and you, that. And, you, really and, remember and that. you kind of blew my mind, bro, because <laughs> for, for these reasons, all right, me, I'm not in a band. I live my same, I have like my routine and this, that, and the other thing. You, on the other hand, you're a touring musician. You tour the world. You're always busy. You're interacting with a million people all the time. But you remembered one specific tiny little snippet of a night from like 1993. Uh It was like, you guys, it still bugs me out. You guys played with I was there. I bought a shirt. The next day, the next night, because we partied like crazy back then. Yeah. I'm outside of Vic's Moonbeam on Flappers Avenue. Oh, oh shit! That was my stomping ground. My, you yeah, know, but you need a library really. card to get in there. So yeah. I'm standing out there, like maybe off on the corner, maybe Quentin Road, like, but right there. And I have my back turned. I'm talking with somebody or whatever, maybe smoking a cigarette or a joint or whatever. And all of a sudden, I hear a voice from behind me go, "Yo, cool shirt." And You're I t- turn around, and it was you. And it was a respect shirt. And you remembered that like three years ago from fucking 93. It was like a 30 second thing.
2: That's a funny thing about my brain. I have the ability to do that. I don't know why things stick out to me. Yeah. And it's almost like my life has been a movie. Mm -hmm. I tell my wife this all the time. I feel like a lot. I feel like it's just reviewing the movie. Sometimes I just review the whole entire movie from shows to meeting people. I try to remember like it's a thing that I pride myself on. I try to remember a lot of people's names. I really focus and yeah. concentrate when I'm talking to somebody. I like I'm one of those people that I'm a good listener for sure. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. It was just like I'm paying attention. I'm always paying attention. attention. you're you're, you're on yeah. the level. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm right here with you,
1: Jimmy. I'm, I'm right. Here. We're right. We're right here, Joe. We're right, right here, bro. here
2: brother. <laughs> While we're on this and talking about. Brooklyn and food. I mean, how many uh, times have you eaten at Lenny and John's in your life, dude?
1: I'm sure, we, we listen. We can talk about this for fucking hours. I know. I, it was everybody was listening. There might be younger people than us listening or watching or whatever, but yeah, coming from the time frame that we're talking about, New York City was obviously a completely different place. It was yes. no such thing as phones. It was not even the internet. There was nothing. If you found a, a fucking pay phone to put a quarter in, you were lucky to call. But it was, it was weird, it though. We were, always, we were always able to still find each other or find where everyone was.
2: Yeah, but, so weird, right? Isn't that weird?
1: Yeah, you wow. put work in. Remember ringing? You yeah. Remember you? Oh, I'm going to remember we used to call, I'm going to go call for someone. But you Yeah, go I'm going to go call for my friend Michael. Yeah. Yeah, that, that means you go to his house and you ring his doorbell. So oh, he's at home, he's at the schoolyard, and if he's at the schoolyard, there's knuckleheads there. Oh no, I saw him. He's over there. Yeah, and you then mean, you would find your friend, and you would all, yeah, it's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I,
2: I, you know what? I a lot of the younger generation, I, I listen. The phones are great, you know, for for what they are, they're great. But I also think it's a tragedy a little bit. And I hope I don't sound too old here, but get off my yeah. lawn. on the same. Yeah, way. I, yeah, no, but it's a, tr- it's tragic that. Some of the young, the younger generation doesn't get to experience some of those wonderful experiences that we had, like going to seek out your favorite bands by just going to a record store and oh. going through the shelves and looking for vinyl, or yeah. calling for for your friend, or playing manhunt outside. Now the kids, they just want to sit in the house on their device. It could be okay. sunny, it could be beautiful, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't, matter. No Absolutely. one's calling for nobody. They no one's, one's calling for, for nobody. Somebody.
1: Even in the wintertime when it snows, it hardly even snows anymore. There's nobody. There's no kids out shoveling snow. There used to be no hordes of us.
2: No way. There's nobody out there. They don't even want to go out. They're like, I'm nah. not going outside. It's nah. freezing. That's a yeah, but we were, we were playing. You know, we were building igloos. We were building tunnels. <laughs> yeah, you know, came to the mountain. Of course, you know, pushing your friends down the mountain of snow in the parking lot. Of alive. course, <laughs> fucking just severe
1: injuries. But it was exactly. fun. It was fun. <laughs> it was fucking fun. That's <laughs> what you did because it was
2: nothing else to do. Oh my god! I tell you a, a funny story uh, about Halloween since we're right around Halloween time right yes. now. It's a very special time of the year, I'm sure, for a lot of us love Halloween. It's, it's a big, it's a highly celebrated thing in my house and, a, and, and a, my whole life. Yeah. But uh, I have this funny story. We we went to, you know, Josh Silver, the keyboard player of Type O. Sure. We went to one Halloween, you know, it was October, right before Halloween sometime. And uh, he had a bunch of pumpkins out on his porch and we used to go pumpkin bashing. Nice. So Mina, Mina came up with this great idea. Let's drive, to because I had the car, so I had to drive. I had this old beat-up cutlass, blue piece of shit cutlass with rust falling all off of it. Great. So it was just when I started driving my first car. Anyway, uh, we took a couple of baseball bats, and we were going around the neighborhood, and we were smashing people's pumpkins on their porch, like the worst punk asshole. Yeah, a kid. bunch of fucking a bunch kids. of assholes. <laughs> like, people worked on these jack-o'-lanterns, and we're fucking smashing them, because we're only 16, 17 years old, whatever. And, and Mina comes, or Keith at the time, comes up with the brilliant idea. Let's go to Josh Silver's house and smash his pumpkins. Because <laughs> obviously we recorded our demos there. And this is yes. right around that time we recorded the demo with him or whatever. Okay. <laughs> we drive to his house. Never forget it. Mina and my brother Christopher. Zamp, as a lot of people know him out there. Yeah. Zamp. <laughs> they both get out of the car with the bats. I'm in the driver's seat. I'm the getaway car. They run out. They go on Josh's porch and they start... Hammering these pumpkins and it's going to mess. Josh obviously hears it from inside the house. Little do we know, he comes to the window with a, I swear, I shit you not, and this, I would never exaggerate. I'm not right. like that. He comes out his window, hangs his body out his top floor with a pump shotgun with a 12 gauge. <laughs> but he didn't know who it was because they had hoodies on. Yes. They had their hoodies on with bats. He was I'll blow your fucking brains out, you motherfuckers. He has a cigarette dangling from his lip. he a <laughs> one in his hand. No, never forget it. They took off, jumped in the car laughing. Of, of course, course. And pointed at them. My brother, <laughs> I took off like a speeding bullet. And then, and then we ended up telling him it was us. And he hated us for like two weeks after that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Man, some man, random fucking house. Well,
1: you guys knew what it was, but you fuck around at a random house in Brooklyn at that time. There's a shotgun coming out the window.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, little did you know, Josh, he was ready, man. He came right out with that shotgun. And he was <laughs> like, I'll fuck. blow your fucking ass apart, man. That's awesome. Yeah, he was like, get away from my house. you!" <laughs> he was cursing his brains out. It was crazy. I, that's a funny story. That, that was one of my that's, favorite how, how can you
1: ever forget that? You can't forget that ever. Yeah. Yeah, So it's like what we used to do, because you brought up Lenny and John's back. We we would. First of all, Vic's Moonbeam was like my spot. And for the most part, all of that, that whole strip of Flatbush Avenue was like old stomping grounds. Mm -hmm. But we used to start. My sister had an apartment on Avenue S and like 33rd Street or something like that. Yeah,
2: Marine Park. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we used to go. We used to start at Vic's. A lot of times we would wind up staying there for a long time until the place got raided because yeah. it was Friday nights, ten, bro. Friday nights, ten dollars all you can drink, dollar oh shots, man. dollar
2: bottles. Oh, oh man, talk it's about like a vomitorium! Vomitorium
1: fights, <laughs> and everyone oh, in yeah. there is all underage. And oh, it's yeah. like it's like my sister was seeing like at that time, whatever, like one of the bartenders or something. So oh, if he was at the door. We Go would ahead. walk in with a squad and not even pay the stupid $10. Right.
2: You just start drinking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> by, by midnight, lights are on. Cops are outside. There's brawls yeah. outside. Brawls in the
2: street. I, I You know how many brawls we have Vic's Moonbeam, right, in the middle of that street? All. Forget I've, about I've it.
1: been involved and in, witnessed dozens.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Those are the days, though, man. That happens now. Forget about it. Oh. I don't know. I, that shit just doesn't happen now. It doesn't does it? happen anymore. No, no. So Which we is kind of good in a way, I guess. It is kind of
1: good in a way. It's like, I tend to glorify and, and relive those, and I laugh about it because yeah, I lived yeah, through we it, laugh. and I survived it, and I'm, yeah. I'm fine, and all that, but, like, I wouldn't want my daughter yeah. living through that kind of shit. Like, hell
2: no. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy now. Now You know, I didn't know you had a do- You have one child? You have a daughter? Oh, yeah,
1: she, yeah, she just turned 12.
2: Oh that's yeah we're right in the same boat. I have two daughters. One is 15, the other's 13, soon to be both 16 and 14. Right. And uh having teenage daughters it's it's amazing man. You know, it's uh it's it's the best thing in my life. I'd say it all the time like 100%. I uh I I would trade you know I, as you know you i give up the world for them. I uh, I give myself up for them. It's like It is
1: in in a split second. In a yeah. split second.
2: It's, yeah. it's changed my whole life. It really has big Same, time. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've toured, every. I, like you said earlier, man, you know, I've been touring since I'm 19 years old, I think, 20 years old. And, you know, I'm getting up. <laughs> I'm getting there, man. You know, yeah, this, man. Year, this year uh, I'll reveal it. I'll be 50, you know, in another month. But you know what's uh, crazy,
1: dude? You you, you really like you, you really have an age. and a lot of people say that about me too, bro. You look the yeah. same
2: as you did in '92. It's- yeah, but it's in our heart that like I don't. Yeah. It's a number to me. Like I don't feel at all old. Like I'm me in better shape that I w- was, you know, twenty years ago. Right. And right. I have just as much fire in me because I love doing what I do. You know, right. I think that's what it boils down to. Hell yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, you know, I really, I do. I I love it. I do it for the right reasons. I do it because I love playing guitar. Yeah. I, I was just telling someone today on the phone, a good friend of mine. I was like, you know, sometimes you get offered things from friends, and they they say, hey, you know, I have something you could do. You make a lot of money, uh, blah blah blah. Come work with me, and I really appreciate it. Of course, you know, and COVID's been a little rough, and we haven't toured and stuff. But it, it, nothing could take me away from this. It's something right. that's just it's just what I love to do. It's instilled in my heart. It's I'll I'll do this till. Until I can't. You I really can't. will. Yeah. And it's you not said, a monetary thing. It's not money thing right. for me. It's, it's passion. It's pure passion.
1: Yeah. And, and like you can see that like somebody on the outside looking in, like watching you guys live. It's like you could tell when bands are just like kind of phoning it in and going through oh, the yeah. motions. You could, you could sniff that out in a heartbeat. Oh, but it's yeah. like if there's, you know, if there's 15 people in the room or if there's fucking 30,000 at a festival yeah. in Europe, you you're the same way you're trying oh, to I, doesn't I, make a difference
2: exactly
0: you yeah you're,
1: you're going fucking bananas up there and literally you can see that you are literally enjoying yourself
2: i do it at rehearsal i do it in the room right here next to me you know alloway will be here on friday you know we're we're just gonna like get together here's my live room a little bit that's kind of like what part of my live room in the studio looks like yeah so everyone could get a peek but uh you know, we're we're gonna be in here, and I'm the same way at rehearsal. These guys laugh sometimes. I'm going bananas. No one's here except the four of us. <laughs> right. You know, and yeah. and it, it's because we all do. You know, we all we're all into it the same way. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and it's nice. It's nice that the way the band has evolved. Um, we do have a lot of influences now, but we still do love to like hit everyone really fucking hard. Sure. Music and play heavy shit. So that's yeah, a good thing.
1: Of course, I mean, listen. I mean, you guys, you guys went through a lot of different things in right. your career, and yeah, you know, and then like to come back. I, I'm not going to say because you never really went away, away, we have, Freddie.
0: But we have,
1: kind but not of for like life. a significant really amount of time. It 15 like years right. later we're
2: back. You know. No, well, when Mina, well, when Mina left that that first time, yeah. Um, with the soul searching thing, that was a few years, gap there. I mean, I did Stereo Mud, uh, Mina went on Super,
1: off. super, super underrated record. Soul Searching <laughs> Sun is fucking underrated. It's, it's.
2: Yeah. I love, it's I love fucking that record. I love that You so know, it's hot. funny because uh, we always, yeah, and a lot of people ask us that, like, oh, did you guys ever deliberately change your sound each time? We didn't, which no, is so, yeah. Good. Yeah. We were just. Honestly, I think we were a band that allowed our influences to really dictate, like, what we were listening to at the time. And I could tell you, like, we went from listening to, like, during the Rivers era, we were heavily into, obviously, like, hardcore. You yeah. know, we listened to a lot of Sheer Terror, Leeway, Carnivore, obviously, um, AF, um, Biohazard, of course. We were big Biohazard All the New York, York
1: staples, man, of
2: course. And Typo, you know. Uh, we we loved all this music and that's what we listened to. So guess what? Our sound was, and Danzig, like I was a big Danzig fan and like Misfits, Misfits. Sure. Oh my God. We listen to Misfits. We still do. Yeah. But, um, but like, you know, all those influences, we always allowed them to just come, come through. Then here, Co- here comes Ugly, Ugly came along. And now some influences changed because now we started listening to bands like Soundgarden more and, Alice in Chains and yeah. all these new bands at the time, Nirvana and uh, all this stuff, and like we liked it. We were like, "Well, this is good music." This is, you know, we, we got into Stone Temple Pilots. Turned out to be a big influence on Life of Agony. I love sure. um, that band. Uh, a lot of people like, huh? You know, you guys like Stone Temple? I'm like, yeah, they write they wrote some amazing fucking yeah, songs. Yeah, it's like have an open mind. It's like
1: I listen to punk rock and that shit. It's like, come on, right. dude. If it's good music, it's good music. I don't.
2: Yeah. And I'll tell you what, then, then, and, and by the way, like, like I got to give, uh, I got to say this about Mina, like even Mina as a young, uh, young, young one back then, she would listen to everything. I mean, from Floyd, she turned me on to Floyd, like Floyd's one of my favorite bands of all time. Bowie. I know she was so like Bowie. And it was because of my uncle and the people who were around us. She listened to Queen back then and, I, I grew Zeppelin. up on that stuff. Yeah, a ton, a ton of Zeppelin. Me, I was more the heavy. I listened to Metallica. I listened to Slayer. I listened to Misfits, and you know, that's like that was like my world, and that's what I loved and hardcore stuff like Carnivore. But anyway, yeah. then all these influences, as the years went, they, we allowed them to, we allowed them to trickle in to our yeah. writing. I think. And that's where you saw the changes in life of agony. Then the Radiohead came along, and that influenced like the soul searching type of era. Like you have bands like Radiohead and Bowie, and you know, listen to a lot of that stuff and mixing in with the heavy stuff. I was a big, I'm, I'm, I still am a big Sepultura fan, you know, oh, for yeah. years. Hell Max yeah. Cavalera fan, and you know, Max Cavalera and 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 that whole vibe, that whole tribe vibe. And I brought that to the table because, you know, with my riffage. Yeah. So Sur- so it was a weird mix. you have, like, Radiohead coming in from one angle, but then Sepultura coming in from another angle. So yeah. that's with songs like Hope, like, the yeah. you know, getting everyone like this, yeah, like, like Soulfly or Bam would do, you know? Sure. So, so each record, my point, I guess, is we are really allowed those influences to just lived through us we're very real about it about yeah, what we were man. listening to you know
1: yeah man yeah like it's super underrated. and like you were saying like you're if like, you did basically what came natural you weren't pandering to anybody or anything like that no, it's like i also it. like, it's like because every life of agony record has a different feel and sound to it it's still life of agony but there's a different vibe. There's a different yeah. energy to it. There's different stuff going on. It's like I equate that too to the four Leeway records. Every yeah. Leeway record is completely different Absolutely. from one another. One hundred percent. It's like
2: one well, sounds go. like a thrash record. Another sounds like a hardcore record. Like you have yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, one's very slow and kind of like right.
1: sludgy gloomy, and
2: gloomy. Yeah,
1: gloomy. And then there's the bouncy, more upbeat. It's and they're all great records. I mean. Yeah. You know, and and the same with you guys. It's like it's like when after uh, it was all uh, right, River, then then ugly, then Soul Search and Sun, and then there was the Welcome Valley. Right. Then Broken... Ba- well, there was well, yeah, well as far as that, yeah. But then there was like, a couple of things were released, like 89 to 99, which was yeah, awesome right. because Plots the Glass Gate was on there yeah, finally. Right. East
2: you know, Coast Assault. the East Coast of Salt. You know that originally was on the East Coast of Salt C D compilation. Okay. You know that? You I do know that? I do know that. Okay. One okay. of one
1: of the greatest intros ever.
2: And you, you know, guys the and the and the elevator going down to hell and just the, the fucking the
1: riff and it's stupid oh, yeah, bro. Guys, the guys, drums guys. it's stupid. Like I break yeah. shit listening to that. I'm 46 and I break shit to certain music.
2: <laughs> we like still a- open with that sometimes.
1: Ah, it's now good. Yeah, yeah, I remember when you guys were doing that at L'Amour's way back. Like,
0: way yeah.
2: back. Well, that is yeah. heavily... You mentioned Leeway. That was heavily influenced by Leeway, that, that riff. I'll tell you right now. We, again... Rise like, and fall riff. Right. We wanted something that like that. Basically, you hit the nail on the head because we love that. We love the Born to Expire album. Oh, so, hell yeah. You know, we... um. Yeah, like I said, we allowed those influences to come in without being like copycats. You know, we weren't we weren't sitting there going, "Okay, let's take that riff and spin it around. What could we do with it?" Right. We're more like, "Oh my God, we love that feeling of what happens when that riff kicks in." Like you know, we need something like that. For a Riff dudes. kicking in like that, you know, like that's how we were. Like you know. Yeah. So. Now. Yeah, I mean, I'm, we
1: dig- these- I'm digging through because I knew I had it right here somewhere. Is it on here? Yeah. December 16, 1994, <laughs> ticket God. sub, right? Wilmore's, mm-hmm. here's you got. I don't know who wrote this, but here's the set list.
2: Yeah, that's my handwriting. Method,
1: words, yeah. plexi, fears, respect, underground, seed stain. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's your handwriting?
2: I, I was always, I still do the set list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I have all, I, bro, I'm telling, there's certain things that I'll never throw away and, like, this kind of shit is, is, is that. You know what I mean? That's awesome. That's so killer. You have that. I love that. Yeah, I have, I have one from, like, the crazy country club from, like, 1990. or
2: Some crazy shit. Yeah, dude. Like I said. We have something, we have something cool coming, you know, we're, we're trying to think out of the box a little bit, like, you know, instead of releasing all the same stuff and merch, uh, Mina had a really cool idea recently and, uh, Thought we should come out with a skateboard. So I saw that post. Yeah. So we um we did like some kind of like, hey, which which design do you guys like? Those were Alan's designs, by the way. Of course. He did, he did three di- yeah, he's amazing. He 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 did three different designs for us. And and I, you know, we were talking about like it would be nice to have our fan base or the people who love the band choose like which design. So we did kind of like a voting system on there. And now we came up with the design that won and everyone will be surprised. I'm sure they know what it is, but I think I know what it is. Well, you can say it. Is it top, middle or bottom? It's the middle. All
1: right. Yeah, I figured that good. I voted middle too. <laughs> yeah.
2: That was the one I was voting for, but I yeah. love all the designs. I got to be honest, but, um, 100%. um, uh, you know, but that, that will be, uh, you know, that will be something that will be coming out for the holidays. And we're trying to think out of the box a little bit more. We're trying to, trying to offer different things instead of just the same old stuff and and, and yeah. shirts and, you know, whatever, and hats and stuff like that. Yeah. You okay. know, it's time to, like, I don't know, think out of the box a little bit. So yeah. it's a lot of fun. As, as soon as I see fun. it, I'll grab it. I'll
1: throw it right up on my wall,
2: 100%. Oh, that's awesome. Thank oh, you. No,
1: come on, man. Hey, here, real quick, and then we'll move on to something else. It yeah, was September 2nd, 1990?
2: Wow. wow. That is the... You know that's also the demo. One of the demo covers. You know that, yes. right? Yes,
1: it's in that between
2: was, depression and BMT. Right, right. Yes. that that was. Uh, I forget. Is that the stain remains demo? I think that's no, the remains, no. No, no stain remains was the was the symbol. Right. Yes, that was the, the first. That was the. F- that's the tattoo I got it off
1: that off that demo. Yes, back that, then. Yep, that was right after. I
2: forgot what depression we called demo. that one. I forgot what we called that demo again. Like. That's stuff I can't believe I forget simple things like that sometimes, but
1: that, that I, I, demo got worn out, man. I mean, because yeah. it was so different. And and you know, just to take it back a little bit, like for me personally, it was like it was like the perfect storm of what of what you guys were writing lyrics about, the way this the, my age, what I was going yeah. through as if like you this, the
2: same age, you gotta remember. Yeah. So, so in, in reality, we all were going through it together and we were just, honestly, I think everyone knows this by now, especially with the documentary and film, whoever saw that uh, pre-screening, uh-huh. um, we, you know, we actually were going through all this ourselves, you know, in, sure. our, in our own environment. And uh, and so all that, everything we've ever done was was straight from what we, our experiences, our influences, everything was just an extension of our lives is the best way to put it. Yeah, Our super music, relatable, reality. bro. Right, right. And then and, and we were just we've always been that. We still are. We're a real band. You yeah. Know, we, we still sing about the same, about what we're going through at this age, and about I know it's silly, but you know, hey, listen, It's That's a- silly,
1: bro. It's I, I don't think it's silly at all. It's it's I mean, listen, everybody that's watching or listening, you know what what's music? It's the way to fucking release shit to get shit off your chest to.
0: Yeah. to
1: you know, it, to heal, to, to t- tell somebody about your problems in a different way. Like it's not silly at all, bro. I mean, there's, yeah, a, re- well, there's a reason why you guys have been around for as long as you have.
2: Yeah. I, reason- that it. wasn't
1: by accident. That's for no, a reason, man.
2: I, it, yeah. I, you're absolutely right. You know, I just, uh, sometimes I, you know, I take a look at it all and I'm like, wow, we've, you know, we basically, opened our cell opened our whole entire lives up for everyone to take a peek in and see and, and relate like you said and I yeah, think it's a beautiful know. thing. I think it's helped a lot of people. I was I, just I, I shouldn't say I should say I know it's helped you a lot know because I was
1: just thinking that same thing as you were talking. I was gonna say it's it's when I posted that thing today about the anniversary of this record. I don't know how many people commented or messaged me saying like dude like that record helped me through the darkest times of my life and it it legitimately helped a lot of people make it through shit
2: so including us you know really me too i'll I'll, I'll be the first to admit man i was an angry kid with
1: i wasn't even sure exactly all the time what i was even mad at it's like you know it's just growing up i mean personally like in my environment in brooklyn at the time and my family life and you know a, a of of father abandoning me and then this, and then my mother, abandoning. it's all super, all those lyrics about, about abandonment and your mom being gone, or who's dead or friends dying. And it was all super relatable because all of that shit was going on in my life at the same time.
2: So in our house, same thing.
1: Yeah. And, and and I'll say a a silly handful of people know this, that that whenever I go to shows anymore, I pretty much retired. Like my dancing shoes. I pretty much I pretty much but but life of agony I tie my sneakers tight and I fucking go ape shit and I get winded a little quicker but I go ape shit like you guys open with bad seed at Starland the last time well like two or three times before when I yeah 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 yeah
2: and it was a couple of times ago I know that I remember that show we opened with bad seed well
1: well I went over the barricade i think like six times before like the the slow oh, the breakdown yeah yeah and the security guards who are notoriously not that cool there were like that's it you're done like you're done you're done no more for you like they cut me off from fucking surfing and going on I mean,
2: oh my god they were like you're gonna get thrown out you do it one for a more time. song time." <laughs> Oh man, I
1: went. I was going ape shit. Yeah, oh, man. man. So you guys awesome. are one of the very few bands that I still lose my shit to live.
2: Well, I got some good news. Uh, being that we're talking, I, I you know, right now, um, it's been tough for the band. Like I said earlier, with the whole COVID thing, and and uh, we've been trying to really figure out how to get back out there safe, obviously. Uh, get that. Get back out there in a way where we're not jeopardizing booking shows and canceling them again it's it's very tricky for all the i don't know if you've everyone obviously has heard how many bands have started tours and ended tours 2 days later sure. like because of what's going on so we're trying to really set this up right for 2022 there's a lot of ideas on the table about us playing and and thankfully um, everyone is going to be able to do that. Everyone is going to be able to play, um, as a band, we're, we're okay. Now we're, we're all set to go. So we're talking to the agencies again. It's just good news. And, and we've been waiting for how, like almost two years now we've yeah. been waiting for this. And, uh, I think, well, I know once we get out there, it's going to be like releasing Caged Tigers, man. Oh. Because Jim, I mean, I can't tell you how hard it has been to feel like you're just chained up to a pole. I,
1: I, 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 I can't say I could imagine, but I could only imagine.
2: Yeah, and yeah. I've been playing a ton of guitar. I mean, I can't tell you. I, I really feel, you know, there's times in your life where you know I've dedicated. I'm very dedicated to my instrument for all these years, but there's been times in my life that I, I, you always feel that little bit like. Boop, like you feel like you keep sure. gaining, like not like almost like when you're in martial arts, like you gain these notches. And yeah. like I really have been in, in a very like flowy, uh, very strong, very precise type of playing. And and it's just really working. So I'm very excited to take that onto the road. Take that back out on in yeah. the, on the road, you know? Yeah, dude. So, so do you know? Do you know?
1: Can you spill the beans on anything that's actually set, or? Well,
2: well, we don't have it in stone, so I wish I could, right, and that's the sure. honest truth. We we're looking at a time frame, which mm-hmm. I could share that with you. We're looking at like late January, early February to okay. do some kind of northeast, um, northeast thing. And I know it's in the dead of winter, but for us, we don't care. Yes. We we'll find that sometimes to be the best shows. Yeah, with yeah. Dedicated people coming out. You know, cold out But coming to the venue gets nuts, you know Wet your ass off And they go out yeah, And they go yeah, home And you can and sing you the next thing. Yeah, and then you're yes. all steaming You know, you go outside You got steam coming off of you. Yes We want to go do some of those shows So Yeah, uh, I don't
1: blame you I'll be there Fuck yeah Yeah, and
2: we're not going to wait till the You know, some band might say Oh, we're just going to wait till the weather gets nice again In the next spring or whatever Nah, oh, not like agony oh, We're going to try to play As soon as we can that's awesome. that that is the plan that's the true honest plan and we're looking at that time period so I'm crossing my fingers everyone is in the band we're crossing our fingers that that is exactly what's gonna happen nice
1: good I mean I, I just hope that everything just keeps on getting better and better we don't need yeah any more surges or spikes or lockdowns or the like, well, debts
2: debt. I don't know if you've experienced but we've had a family and friends die from, from, from the actual COVID. I know they're blaming a lot of deaths on just COVID in general. I, I you know, you hear a lot about that, but right. bottom line is uh, we know close people to the family and a family member, uh cousin through my wife's side of the family that passed away from the new Delta just a few months ago, which is insanely sad because they're a couple for, you know, almost 40 something years in the white and the, and, and my wife's cousin passed away. Jeez. Cousin Donna and we're, we were we were horrifically upset about it. it yeah came out of nowhere she got sick with the delta when her and her husband richie they went into the hospital she didn't make it out of the hospital and richie did the husband wow. so it's 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 you know it, it hits home it's it's yeah. like right here in your own home man so it's
1: it's like recently i mean I'm sure you knew him. You probably knew him better than I did, but Scott Conning just recently passed.
2: I know. Oh, I know. Man. I, it was a double this week because our, our good friend, Sean, Sean yeah from Doggy Dog, and he's his close brother, you know. He yeah. shared the stage with us, I can't tell you how many times, and yeah, that was was stage with us. Same day, I know. Yeah. It was uh, horrific, horrific, yeah. man. Very, very, very sad stuff, man.
1: Fuck yeah, man. And so it's like, hopefully, like I was saying, I just hope that everything winds up getting better and and clears up or whatever. Try to, I don't know, man, try to get back to whatever somewhat normal life will be. You know what I mean? Yeah. As close to normal as we're ever going to get.
2: Yeah, they're saying, you know, they, they, we always use those terms. Yeah, whoever they They, is. Who the fuck are, are they? But. You know, they 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 are saying it's probably like a three or four year thing. This whole thing, like All a right. block of time, they see it like being a three or four year thing. And and who knows, man? But who you know, knows? You know. I
1: mean, I mean, you know, I mean, at first, at first it was yeah, we need two weeks to flatten the curve. I
2: know. <laughs> so
1: so so years. whatever is being said, it's like uh, whatever. Okay, yeah. we we'll just see what
2: goes on. And as as a as a touring band, and as a a a. a a group that needs to travel to do what they do, we have to keep a careful eye on all these rules and regulations. And of course, you know, we have to always, you know, be up on what's happening and where things are changing and all that stuff. Like we had a tour, a, a small little run booked for uh, Australia a couple of times. We moved that a couple of times, but Australia supposedly is in shambles. Yeah. Like there's no way possible we can even go there no. anytime soon is what we're being told. Well, so I have like, seen
1: videos and stuff of like there's like military like shooting right. at people like to get back in your house
2: it's insane. It's, it's like, like,
1: it's like movie type shit,
2: man. Yeah. Like right. we're not, we're not, it doesn't seem like we'll be going to Australia for quite some time. If right. who knows, you know, Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't so. hold my
1: breath not for a
2: while. Exactly. So, you know, it's like, things are changing by the day and we're, we're, we're trying to take the news we get or take the information we get and hopefully turn it into something positive. What things we could do, you know, we really weren't into those like, we didn't want to do any of those online digital shows. Like right. that. I don't, we need, we feed off a crowd. Like we could do that. We could have, I mean, we could also just pull up face. Uh, what is that called? The Facebook, Facebook. live thing. And yeah, and we could just do that ourselves if we want and kid around with everyone. And, you know,
1: it's not the same. It's like anthrax recently. Like anthrax is one of my favorite bands. Yeah. And they did that. Like their 40th anniversary live stream. It's like they pulled out like some really deep cuts and it was really cool, but I'm watching it on my computer. It's like, where's the... Yeah. Cra- it's like you uni- need... Obviously, because like you guys, I mean, where you guys came up from, you just feed off of a crowd, man. You can't yeah. be on your phone and...
2: Yeah, but it's- they also just played out live, though. I, I I know that. Anthrax just did a bunch of uh, good... Some mm-hmm. killer festivals. They did... Um, some festival out there because I, I follow those you know i follow those guys and frankie Bello on um on some of the social and i yeah. saw that oh charlie i follow charlie a lot sure. and i saw that they were posting that they did a couple of really cool festivals that look yeah. sick yeah. You know, it's like you know it's didn't you work with do. those guys at the time at method of studios didn't you work with Andrew? Uh, well i i didn't personally they came into my studio uh just for a very short period of time okay they, um they, they were doing vocals with a singer that is no longer in the band. Uh, his name, Dan Nelson, he, he, you know, they came into my studio to like do some vocals with him and stuff. I just kind of like sat back and just checked it all out because Rob Caggiano, who's in Vobie now, yeah. was producing that record. And, and uh, the singer at the time, Dan really thought it'd be a cool idea to use Method of Groove to do his vocals. He's always a big LOA fan. And, and um, so, you know, he, I guess he posed that to the band and then they came yeah. to me and said, you know, what do you think of this? And of course, I mean, who wouldn't want to say Anthrax came into your studio?
1: That's fucking awesome. Didn't you also you know? work with sick of it all to some capacity?
2: Yeah. 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 I did a song with sick of it all. They ah, so yeah, cool. that was, that was pretty cool, man. We great did great guys, man. It's a great that, band. All that happened years ago when I first, yeah. first opened method of groove, you know, and since then I've been working with a lot of bands, you know, I have a new studio here. It's in Long Island. Um, I work out of a lot of studios, but I have my own. It's right here. I'm in it now. And, um, I've, I love my studio now, man. I have great stuff. I'm doing great work out here. I'm working with a Long Island. Well, actually a New York band. I shouldn't say Long Island, but Kill Correct. Code. I don't know if a lot of people know them. I've heard they're of them Kill Code. Yeah. They're like a rock and roll, like straight yeah. up, like boom, like punching, punching the gut rock and roll band, which yeah. is great. You know, classic tones and classic sound and yeah. great vocals. So I, it, it's fun. Like I get to do different things from heavy stuff to more just rock stuff. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's really fun. I love the production thing. I really do. Yeah. I had some cool new opportunities too to share with you. Uh, I started doing some work with TV and film out of my studio here.
1: That's fucking okay. awesome, bro. Yeah. I'll talk about it. Bro,
2: uh, well, talk yeah, about it. Yeah, the floor is yours. <laughs> Sorry. A good of well, mine. The floor uh, is yours, bro. <laughs> For you. <laughs> A good friend of mine, uh, Dawn Robinson, um, has a, uh, a great uh, TV and film company called Dark Moon Entertainment. And she brought me in as a uh, head of audio, like chief of audio. Um, and I've been getting a lot of awesome opportunities through that. And I've been doing a lot of stuff for TV, some documentary stuff here and there. I even did all the sound for the Life of Agony documentary. Yeah. I did all the mixing in the sound. So it's a new world for me, but I'm really enjoying it. I really... I just love everything, everything that comes, you know, when it has to do with audio, I just love it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, all these new things going on. Like I just did a project in VR and virtual reality. I mixed in virtual reality, really? which really, really killer. And the company is offering that which, by the way, like for bands and stuff, like we actually will film the band in virtual reality. I mean, it's costly and it it's a, those cameras and the setups are really extensive. But
1: JoeyZProductions.com. Yeah yeah. yeah,
2: Give me a buzz yeah, no, It's great stuff And uh, I got a killer studio here It really is And every band that has recorded with me Comes back um, I was just at a studio last night The band Despire I don't know if you know those guys I,
1: I don't know mm-hmm. the person But I've heard of them
2: Yeah so Despire I was at their studio last night And we're talking about Working together again Because I did a record for them So I always get that repeat business Because the band's they, they experience how it is to work with me and they want to come back, which is awesome.
1: Yeah. You know? man, that's fucking great. And all these new opportunities. I mean, I try to also look at like the silver lining of this whole COVID thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people, are. some people it's, it's like, I always looked at it like if you come out of this, the exact same person and didn't learn something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like, yo, you fucked up, bro. Like what were yeah. you doing?
2: And exactly, Jimmy. And you know what? We were challenged in a certain way. You were challenged to think out of the box. We all were. I mean, people's businesses got uprooted. You know, like, hey, listen, bottom line is Life of Agony. Yes, it's a band and it's very organic, but it's also a business. It's it's what we do. We spend most of our time working on the band. Whether it's music, rehearsing, tours, there's always something to work on. A movie, a film... We're sure. always working on the band. So when the rug gets pulled from you, like this COVID thing, you know, you're like, okay, what the fuck? What what happens now? Yeah. So it forced us all to think out of the box a little bit. And I'm so grateful that um I had I had the opportunity to try something new with this TV and film thing because I'm really excelling at it. I mean, I'm like, you know, I'm even on on set, like in the field with Niking up the cast. You know, booming them with the big boom mic. Like I'm doing all, like I'm doing a lot, wow. and I'm really thoroughly enjoying it. It's not, it's something I'm finding very creative. I love the creative process, and um, I've done a lot of scoring too. Now I'm wow. doing a lot of scoring for stuff. So there's a lot going on. Yeah, you're busy, bro. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And uh, of course, I have a family, so I, you know, I always try to find that balance and make sure wow. I spend time with my kids and my wife and and do some fun stuff too. So, you know, COVID, it like you said there's a silver lining because I would have never had that chance to spend the amount of time I did with my family because I do tour. Of course. And also break out of the box and 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 start working in a different field right. like I have. So, without this happening, you know, again, right. it's it's weird. It was like a double-edged sword type of thing here.
1: Absolutely. But listen, obviously you, you, you gained from it. I mean, yeah, you lost yes. certain aspects of it because mm-hmm. you still have blue balls, but, but you, but you can fucking, it you know, you do balls. virtual reality audio now. So who's better than you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got to try to find a way to combine the two, get rid of the blue balls and do virtual reality. Well, oh, do it yeah. both. Hey, listen, we can go do it, a little weird well, There is a way to do that,
2: but we won't talk about it. We right won't now. talk about any of that. That's
1: <laughs> fucking hilarious. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. That's
2: funny shit, man.
1: <laughs> it is. Yo, do you mind? Do you mind? Uh, it'll take me two minutes. I just want, I have like three sponsors I need to shout out real quick. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's do it. Are you a coffee guy or no? Oh, my
2: God. You speak in my language, of course.
1: Uh, all right. One of the sponsors of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace is Dead Sled Coffee. Um, D-E-A-D-S-L-E-D Coffee. You, uh, you follow them on Instagram at Dead Sled Coffee. If you go to deadsledcoffee.com and you type in the promo code Brooklyn Blast, you'll get 20% off your order. And any order over $60 is free domestic shipping. I have to say that all with my eyes closed or else I fuck it up. Um, yeah, you're reading and you. I know I know. I'm reading in my head. Um, no, but what's awesome about them, they're a small company, but they do really big, awesome shit. Like, Dead Sled. Dead Sled. They um, are yeah. they have like officially licensed like shit with like big people, bro. They have a, a they did officially licensed blend with Kiss, the band. They do a lot of horror shit, Kane Hodder, um, Robin Englin, Elvira, like they do all um, Bill Mosley, they have all these different blends and they're all officially licensed and they have their regular brews and stuff, but they're a great company and they're a small company, but they do really good shit. And I'm not just saying that's that because they're a sponsor, because even before the podcast, I was drinking their coffee. So that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. man.
2: We had a short little run with a, with a coffee thing. We called it bad seed. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, we, we had a little, uh, a little coffee run. It was a couple of years ago, I think now, but it was good coffee, man. It, it, yeah. it was, uh, yeah, it was like a short. It was like a, a limited, a limited of, run. Yeah, yeah, limited run type of thing. It was really good though. That's um, cool. Yeah, we're coffee fanatics. Like, yeah, man. I know for a fact. I, I don't think I know. Nina does love coffee too. Um, uh, yeah, all of us. I got it because Veronica loves coffee. Yeah, Al's a coffee nut. So all four yeah. of us. I'm yeah. a, I'm a nut. Like I yeah. love my. Coffee. I, I
1: live on it, dude. I live on yeah. it as well. So I constantly like gotta
2: brush my teeth. I'm constantly. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Oh, I used coffee? to smoke
1: cigarettes and drink oh, like an animal, but yeah, you got to brush your gym. Yeah, like right away, right after
2: the coffee, I'm like, my yeah.
1: it,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh Shit. Yeah, it's
1: fun. Um, yeah. What's your other sponsors? Tell Um. Well, you know this place. They, they, they've been around since 92. We're going local. Um, Generation Records, 210 Thompson Street, mm-hmm. West Village in New York City. Um, mm-hmm. Follow them at Generation Records on Instagram. Um, Like I said, they're located at 210 Thompson Street in the West Village, but if you cannot make the actual brick and mortar spot, if you live outside the area, they have an eBay page where they have all kinds of shit, and you can also go to generationrecords.bigcartel.com and order shit online from there, but like I said, they've been around since 92, and they survived this whole pandemic, so... They're doing something right. And it's just like you said earlier, like these kids don't know nothing about going to the record store. Yeah, you know what I mean? And they God. have vinyl everywhere, bro. It's just old school. It's great, dude.
2: I started doing it again. It's funny you. Me too. I, I bought a Fluance, a record player. I haven't had a record player since I tell you, I haven't had one and quite honestly, probably in 20 years. Mm-hmm. So all of my vinyl was put away in tubs. So I'm like, I was cleaning out the crawl space down here, you know, in in the back here. And I found my vinyl. I'm like, I need a fucking record. player. I need Uh to play these things again. So I got possessed. I went on Amazon, whatever I went on. I I don't even know if I went on. I think I went on eBay, whatever. And I ended up getting a brand new Fluence record player, a beautiful set of speakers I put up and I have a whole setup upstairs and I got all my vinyl out again. And then I started going to like record stores again to, just go record hunting. Have that feeling again as a kid. Yeah, queen. man. I love, I love it, bro. I love, uh, there's a record store out here in Long Island. Everyone should go check it out. Looney Tunes. If you're out on Long Island. Sure. Um, my what, friend part, Kyle, what part of Long Island? How far out on the island are you? It's, uh, I don't know the exact, I think it's in Farmingdale, I want to say. Oh, okay. So, Which isn't far out at all. Not bad. um From Queens, you're talking about maybe 35, 40 minutes tops. Okay. Maybe 30, maybe even all 30. Right, okay. But, um. But I'll tell you, great record store, Looney Tunes. If you are out on the island, yeah. um, I would definitely visit there. And they have a, a crazy selection of some awesome vinyl, some rare shit, too.
1: Yeah, man, because it's like days of record stores on every other block are gone. Bleak of Bob, Second come, Oh, it's all gone, man. So there's only a few. So you got to see.
2: I actually want to mention something else. There's a, um, a killer studio, um, a, a rehearsal studio. Right. If you want to record, you contact me. Yeah, joeyzproductions.com, kids. That's right. No, really. Anyone that really wants to reach out, all kidding aside, like yeah. you, know, you, you it's easy to reach me. Anybody yeah. out there wants to reach me, you go on my website, joeyzproductions.com. It's my main email address. I use it for my family. I, I'm not like one of those that needs a special email address just because people are going to email me. Right, it's my right. main email address. So yeah. it's online. So anyone can reach me directly you just go to joesieproductions.com grab my email from there if you want to record you know if you're looking to record or get something done just email me i'll get in touch with you we can talk it's easy but anyway there's a great rehearsal space uh, rehearsal studio out here they're expanding it's called elite sound studios okay and that uh, the town they're they're right off of a wellwood uh, by the cemeteries out there Okay. It's exit. I want to say it's exit thirty nine okay. on the southern state. Okay. But if you look up Elite Sound, Elite Sound Studios, you'll you'll find them online and they're easy to find. But if really killer rooms, great equipment, um, stages, like the whole nine. Like nice. if you want to have a. If you're in Long Island, is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, uh, great. Uh, the the owner Mark is a very dear friend of mine. Life of Agony rehearses there occasionally. If we're not like in here in my live room, if I'm recording a band, we'll go there. Yeah, you know, or you know, something like that. But a really killer studio. Just want to get the word out there for them because I think they deserve that. Hundred percent,
1: dude. Hundred percent. So, so, what you are saying? It's definitely not on the level of Fastlane Studios.
2: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Fastlane was great. Fastlane was Mikey, fucking great, dude. <laughs> Mikey Big Balls. We call them Mikey Big Balls. Mikey uh, Big Balls. Mikey Big Balls. Um. Yeah, Mike was, uh, he, and he has, I believe he has, He, you know, I know he has a studio as well in Long Island. Um, oh, does he really? I didn't yeah, even know that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure if he's still there, but he was there for a while and, and we rehearsed there as well. So wow. we jump around because it's it's nice to do that, but. spread out, the love, bro. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's nice to play in different rooms. It's almost like playing different venues when you go to different rehearsal studios. Yeah, yeah. Even, yeah. We even explored this one in Queens, which was pretty cool. Um, But yeah, Elite is great. Elite Sound Studios, and they're expanding. So definitely uh, a great rehearsal spot to go to. Awesome.
1: Yeah. You heard heard that, right, gentlemen? Yes. (laughs) Uh, My my last but not least, my last sponsor is um, New Republic Printing for screen printing, embroidery, vinyl stickers, buttons, all that. I've been using them on and off for 15 years. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, if you go to NewRepublicPrinting.net, there's a drop-down menu. You could choose whatever brand of T-shirt you want, and you get whatever you want printed on it. They do everything from T-shirts to tank tops, windbreakers, all that stuff. But the cool thing about them is there's no setup fees. This, wow. there's no There's no screen fees, which is crazy. Wow. And if you have your order delivered to a commercial address... Like your job, or if you're cool with the guy at the bodega on the corner <laughs> and you get it delivered there. It's free it's free UPS ground shipping. So Holy if God. I get if I make up, you know, I would never do it, but if I made up a thousand carnivore t-shirts and I yeah. got fifty boxes delivered to my job, it doesn't cost me a nickel. Wow. And New very- Republic Printing <laughs> on Instagram and New Republicprinting.com. Shout out to Steve McCarthy. Those are my wow. three sponsors.
2: Yeah. Wow, that's awesome! Uh, that that screen printing deal is is pretty sweet.
1: It's ridiculous, bro. Like I said, they they've been in business almost twenty years. I don't know how he stays in business. Probably just a lot of quality, quantity, and quantity. But and it's great stuff, man. Like like I said, I've been using them for about fifteen years, on and off. You know, my girl, my girl, used
2: them. Everything. Could you email me that information on the on my uh Joey Z productions that you, we have? That you have? I, uh, yeah, well, the, the, the email that we've been going back and forth, I'll email yeah, yeah. you. It's the same, uh, like I said, I use that for everything. So a hundred percent dude. That, that's interesting, that that whole deal. That's pretty cool. Right. I, I you know, I I also have been working on some music of my own and uh, yeah. it's been forever. But um, you know, I'm 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 a bit of a perfectionist and I know that and I gotta kind of get away from that a little bit. Especially I when it comes fan. to your own thing. Um, You're your biggest you know, critic, I get it. Yeah. So I I really like sometimes I, I I just want it if I release something on my own, if it's gonna yeah. be for me, I'd really just wanna like I want it to friggin' take people's heads off.
1: There you so go. Like Yeah, you know. I'll give you his information hundred percent, man. He's a great dude. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, he used to be he used to be called Death Star. And okay. I think I think he was like he was partners with his wife. And then they got divorced, so I, I guess it was a play on the Death Star. And then <laughs> after the Death awesome. Star was over, what came after that was the New Republic. I guess oh, I'm wow. a Star Wars guy, so um, that's why it's New Republic printing now. But I think he's in like I don't know where he was originally, but he moved all the way to like Birmingham, Alabama, or some shit like that. Okay. But yeah, but like and I he said, still
2: does the free shipping from from there. Yeah, if it's to a commercial address. Oh, I, I, I see. Yeah, which I do have, actually. But, but I, dude,
1: if it's if it's your studio, it won't cost you a It's free UPS ground shipping. I think he has, like, a two- to three-week turnaround time, but as soon as you, you know, you, you'll get your quote, you'll be like, all right, cool, you pay the guy. In two- to three weeks, you'll have all your boxes there. Mint. never oh, had a problem with him, ever. And I've gotten thousands of shirts made from him.
2: Oh, that's killer.
1: Yeah, he's that's a cool. super good dude. I'll, I'll vouch for Steve McCarthy, 100%. That's yeah, and it's not shit it's not like oh they have to one wash it peels off and cracks no. not at all it's good stuff cool.
2: yeah, yeah i mean uh you know also life of agony you know we haven't stopped like uh sharing ideas just so you know that as well everyone out there um yeah. we're actually uh talking about working on some new material we're in no rush because obviously the sound of scars is you know it's pretty fresh and and, yeah. and you know we we don't want to release shit like back to back we want to let things marinate a little bit we want to let ourselves marinate again sure in, in our in in our influences and all that other stuff so you know but there is some new music popping you know peeking its head up here and there and we're dabbling again talking about it so it's all good all good things are happening over here there's also uh we're very excited one one more thing sure. is that the film the documentary in the film uh, Sound of Scars, the filming. I don't know if you saw it yourself yet, Jimmy. I did not. You did and not. I, I'm, I'm a little bit mad at myself, but, you know. No, it's okay, because they're talking about, it should be, it, they're looking at a, um, uh. now it got signed, you know, it's going to come out on CineDime through Raven Banner Films. Um, it's uh, going to go to all the streaming platforms by February or March or early 2022 they're talking about. That's awesome. I did see like the
1: trailer for it,
2: but watch. obviously not. Yeah. Well, it's when, when you do get to see it, hopefully I could get like a private link or something sooner or later, I can get to you, but that's, that's a little fine. tricky because there's a lot of contracts and stuff that we all just signed and we can't. We're dude, not I'll, really I'll, I'll it.
1: wait, I'll wait like everybody else, dude. It's fine.
2: Yeah. But they're, they have plans to release a Blu-ray, which I thought was pretty interesting to be honest. Yeah. days To have actually a physical, something out there um but yeah. they feel like it would do well still um they feel like there's still a demand for some of these things that people sure from. sure so you know so there's some good things in the works we got a lot of cool stuff coming
1: yeah i personally like the physical you know it goes back yeah. to reading lyrics on a record when it lock myself in my room with the new biohazard record reading yeah. lyrics you know, <laughs> it's like, you smell the cardboard, you open yes. it, the record is all yeah, for it smelled, its-
2: The vinyl smells a certain way, you know. Yeah, it's, man. It's like Halloween costumes. Remember you go out and <laughs> get that Halloween costume, you open yes. the package and smell it smells a certain way? It smells like a Halloween
1: costume. It
2: smells like Halloween,
1: man. <laughs> yes, if you don't know, you'll never know, I guess. I don't you'll know. never know.
2: No. You'll never know. Now you just get your Halloween costume in a bag in an Amazon box and mail. that's it. Yeah. Uh
1: it's, it's so crazy. They're missing out, guy. They're missing out. They are. Yeah. I'm so sorry, but they are. Yeah. So so do you want to all right? So you're on Instagram at it's, Joey it's Janpella. Janpella.
2: Yeah, right. Joey's Dampella. Yeah, Joey's Dampella,
1: yeah. All right. And there's the uh yeah.
2: Life of Agony official page and Yeah, then I'm I'm on Facebook too. I don't Really spend a lot of time on there, but I am still on there. I poke in every now and again. It's yeah. again just Joey Zampella. Yeah. Um and yeah, I think I have uh, a pending friend like request. I,
1: I have a pending friend request with you for like two years.
2: Where on what? On Facebook. On what, what? oh yeah. I I again, like you know, yeah, I,
1: I listen. And, Sometimes you're better off, dude.
2: <laughs> no, honestly, I gotta be honest with you. There's there's hundreds in there, if not maybe thousands of I'm requests. sure. You know what it is, man? I don't spend a lot of time in front of a computer because I want to do other things. I spend more time in the studio. You or are better off. I'm not I'm not one of those people that is sitting on my phone. When you see me at a train station, you see me somewhere, you're not gonna see me like this. Right. I'm sitting there looking at the world, looking at my surroundings. Yeah. I, I'm not, I, I'm in a doctor's office, waiting room. People think I'm crazy. Every single person's on their phone except me. Yeah. i'm just sitting there like admiring the painting that's on the wall right like i See, you're not the crazy one you're the normal one I'm, and then i can imagine people saying why isn't this guy on his phone because yeah. I, I i just i don't know any. i i i don't know like i pop in every now and again but i don't want that to run my life i, uh-huh. I there's a lot more to this world and there's a lot more out there than the screens that we're Trapping ourselves in front of constantly. Not that I'm anti-screens. i Right. No. I I, I, I understand screens. exactly what it's people right away. They stop running away with their mind. But yeah. No. I right. I I know it's definitely such a huge um asset to all of us to be able to pull up a map and get somewhere and not get lost and right all that stuff and have a camera and a video camera. That's amazing. Like it's I gotta great. say, I love it. It's great. But I will not spend uh how would you say eight hours a day on oh, social media scrolling
1: I and i can't
2: i just won't man i just won't do it
1: you, you are I, better off
2: dude it's a shit at shit. least for this point in my life at least for right now right I, I i i just can't i'd rather play guitar i'd rather go down my studio and write some riffs damn right you know what i mean yeah 100 percent. so <laughs> good that's me. that's me <laughs> So I apologize, everyone out there, about the friend requests and the. I mean, um, you listen! I said that like with tongue in cheek. I'm
1: if. You need to get over it if you didn't accept your fucking friend request on social media. It's like, stop it, bro. Grow up.
2: <laughs> I know. I, I, you know, you see people and they're like, we're not friends online. Well, I'm still your bud, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: friends with you in real life, dude. Like, like what's the matter? Life?
2: Yeah, if I missed, somehow missed you, or you're under a crazy name that I didn't even know was you. Some yeah. people are like, hey, we're not friends on there. And I'm like, well, what's your name on there? They're like, uh, yeah, uh, my my name is uh, cardboard box Benny. You know, it's like, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah,
2: like, yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. You're better off, bro. You're better off. Yeah. Now check it out. Exactly. When um when I put this out, the, the you this goes up on YouTube raw, just just how it is. I don't edit yeah. it anyway. By the way, yeah,
2: you but, shouldn't. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. Fun. Yeah, but the the audio, I put like my little intro on it. Obviously, it goes everywhere from iTunes, Spotify, and all that. But I will ask you, whenever I do, which the majority of the time I have a musician on, yeah. um, I need to ask you to pick uh-huh. a Life of Agony song. Sure. I am going to tack on to the end of the audio version of this episode. I Whatever to- you
2: want. The song song that's been resonating this week with me, I find myself picking up the guitar and playing it a lot, is Underground. Oh, come on, man. It's a fucking classic. Yeah. So I would have to say Underground. This is the perfect episode for Underground. 28-year
1: anniversary, second song on the record.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. I'd say go with Underground. Uh, Underground it is. Yeah, because I, I actually picked up the guitar earlier today and I just started playing the chorus. Because again, you know, we haven't even played together. We haven't even been in the same room that much. I jammed with Veronica a few times, went over her house. She lives, which is so amazing. She moved 10 minutes away from me, oh, literally right here in Long Island. She lives right here. And uh, she has a nice setup down in her house and her because my studio is in my home. And she has a little studio going now too. And uh, so we could bounce back and forth if we want. And uh, it's pretty cool. She has a nice cool. drum setup, and I could bring an amp over, plug in, nice. and uh, but we haven't played as that much as a band, so I keep plugging in the guitar, you know, going through some of the LOA material, like yeah. trying to feel like a kid again, like oh yeah, 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 you know,
1: that's good, man, get that fire back. Not that it ever oh, went, yeah. but it's it's a different thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, you, yes. you, yeah. You're chomping at the bit, and I don't blame you, dude.
2: <laughs> I don't blame. Thank you. And thank you for this. This has been, you know, fantastic. Dude, what are you kidding me? Feminist thing.
1: Yeah, man. I'm like, oh, I
2: know I'll have fun
1: talking with Joey. Like, come on, you're an yeah, old, old cool guy. And like I said, I remember seeing you guys when you had the depression demo out. So it's like the That's only amazing. thing I had notes was, just like like little stupid things, like things I didn't really need. Like, you know, so I knew yeah, it I mean, would just be an easy conversation.
2: Yeah, that's that's how it always goes. If you if you do have anything there you want to talk about, if you want to take a peek at it, I don't no, mind. No, I just,
1: I just no, dude. I just have you know, anthrax at the studio. Um, right, right. Respect shirt, Flatbush Avenue. That thing. Yeah, with so, that well,
2: yeah so that's cool, right? you know. Yeah, I've I do- like, I, listen, these things. I've done a few of the podcasts and a few of the online uh, Zoom type yeah. of shows and stuff. Yeah. I think they're great. I really do. Because yeah, um, it's a very personal experience that everyone's yeah. watching. They're getting, sure. you know, they're getting a very uh, personal type. And it's not an interview. They're, they're, they're right. looking, in, li- looking in on a conversation between two people or a few 100%. people.
1: And, and I, I got to give, sh- give a
2: shout out because I didn't do the Zoom
1: thing until lockdowns happened. It was only audio face-to-face in person. I, w- I refuse. I'm like, I'm not going to go on, on the phone and talk to somebody in California and record it. I'm not doing that. There's nothing personal right. about that. It was always right. face-to-face audio. And then I have to give a shout out to Billy biohazard because yeah, Billy, my yeah, Billy hit me up and was like, dude, you want to do some sort of like a video, whatever, meeting, like a podcast. I'm like, I was kind of hesitant, but I'm like, Billy's asking me to bullshit. I'm like, yeah, all right. So then cool. I got the Zoom thing going. And now it's like, I would just rather do this because I've spoken to so many people. Like, when, like, honestly, if I hit you up, like, and it was it was just audio face-to-face, when can we possibly during, so you're so busy, I'm so busy, actually stop yeah. and meet somewhere that's somewhere yeah. quiet? To okay.
2: do- honestly, like, although I I still do that, and, and I still would try to go out of my way to accommodate someone that that you use you know obviously you reached out to me you know how like i'm accommodating i'm a type type person that will try to work it out with you where we can get it done i think if someone's coming to you and saying hey listen i want to talk about your life and your band and your your studio and everything you're doing that's special that's that's wonderful yeah yes you know so any way i could get that done i would but this right. is so much, as you say, this is so much more convenient. Yeah. The way these Zoom uh things go. And uh it's a, it's brilliant. It really is. Yeah. And then everyone could just watch it online and it's awesome.
1: And it stays there. It's up, it's up forever.
2: That's fan- yeah, it's fantastic. It's great. Yeah, and man. the episodes, uh, it's cool, you know? Yeah, I
1: make the flyers, I, I do I do all of it. So it's just it's also my weird, I guess, not even weird, it's my it's creative so outlet. It's not yeah. even, this part isn't really the creative part. This is like the easiest and the fastest part. But it's like, you know, I go into Photoshop and I, I like, like your flyer I saw is like that.
2: That was cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, all right,
1: well, what am I going to do with him? I was like, all right, well, I'm going to take the Life of Agony logo, I'm going to throw it into Photoshop, I'm going to do things to it, I'm going to take the cover of a place where there's no more, what, place where there's no more right. pain. I'm going to take out the middle. I'm going to keep the arms. I'm going to have the arms grabbing the thing. I'm going to put that next to the logo. And I was like, what Fantastic. about the background? Yes. Yeah, so I was like, the background, I was like, all right, The Sound of Scars is their newest album. So let me just take the main part, put it over you, and then the red other skull parts, I'm just going to make it kind of in the back so it kind of looks bloody maybe, but it's still <laughs> the agony logo. So I, 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 I get really into that stuff, but it's also like my... It's almost like therapy, dude. I get into a zone and I get creative, and yeah, I scroll through and I try to find pictures of you that are awesome that will work for what I'm trying to do. And yeah, it
2: was it was awesome. What you sent me looked so cool. I loved it right away. As soon as you you were like, "What do you think of this?" I was like, "Yeah, "Yeah, Yeah. that's cool. I like it."
1: Yeah. So the day that this drops, I'm going to put that up. You'll be tagged in it with all the links and all that stuff. So as soon as this drops, you'll know, and everyone else will know, and and that'll be that. That's but awesome. um
2: thank you yeah, so much, wait,
1: wait any dude don't even thank me bro this was awesome it's like why are you thanking me for it? it's like yeah, i haven't spoken I, to you in like the longest time but i appreciate it
2: no i appreciate it because hey like i said early anyone that wants to uh, talk to you and and have a little chat about your life and things you're doing i think it's it's very helpful and i, and I appreciate it i really do anytime anytime bro you you have an open door policy
1: whatever you <laughs> want yeah like you, you, you want you want to you, you you put out something on your own you want to put your next life of agony thing yeah. or tour, anything you want to even if we don't go really long or whatever you want to pop on for 15 20 minutes, yeah. let people know what what's going on if you have a project happening come on yeah, and we'll yeah. make it happen I'll definitely
2: hit you up i'll definitely hit you up about that
1: 100 percent, bro we'll, we'll set it up and, and we'll get it done no problem 100 percent.
2: cool uh i i uh i guess uh you know, give one last message to, uh, the fans and everyone out there, whoever checks out the show, um, you know, life of agony. We're not going anywhere. I'm going to keep it real as we always have. Yes. And, uh, you'll be seeing a lot more of LOA in the coming years. So get ready. That's a beautiful thing.
1: Joey Z my man we will definitely be in touch. We're closing out with underground classic material. Happy 28th birthday. The river runs red.
2: Thank you. Thank yes, you so sir. much. What a great show. Thank you. Anytime. My man. Thank Later, you. brother. Take care. Later. Great talking to you, Jimmy.
1: Absolutely. You
2: as well, my man. Bye, bro. Bye. If you don't walk with me.
0: with me. No